106 FM. Streaming on 702.co.za, the 702 app, and on DSTV channel 856. 14 minutes after 9, good evening. You've been listening to President Cyril Ramaphosa announce his new cabinet here on 702 for the Curious. This is the breaking news edition of the Karima Brown Show. My name is Clement Manantela, standing in for Karima Brown. Geez, where do you start to chew on what the president has just said? So I'll take a few minutes to run you down and summarize some of the things that I've noted down. So from the 36 ministers um, that we had, the ministers have now been reduced to 28. The president has spoken about the importance of downscaling um, this number of ministers, saying that there was priority on revitalizing the economy, but there was also an important element of exercising great care in terms of using the use of public funds. So this is how it goes. Um, There are some ministries that have been merged, like the Ministry of Trade and Industry. It's been merged with the Ministry of Economic Development. You've got Higher Education and Training that has been merged with Science and Technology. You've got the Environmental Affairs having been merged with the Department of Forestry. You've got the, the Department of Agriculture being merged with Rural Development. You've got the Mineral Resources Energy, the uh, Mineral Resources Ministry that has been merged with the Department of Energy. And you have uh, the Human Settlement Department, which has been merged with the Department of Water and Sanitation. Sports has been merged with the Department of Arts and Culture and Telecommunications with um, Communications. This was already done previously. And you've got Public Works that has been added with the Department of Infrastructure Development. And we've got Labor Department um, that has now been um, merged with a new Ministry of Employment. So it's the uh, Department of Employment and Labor. And in terms of the ministers, who's in and who is out, I think one of the shockers is that we've seen the inclusion of opposition party leaders in President Cyril Ramaphosa's cabinet. People like UDM leader Bantu Holomisa, people like... Um, um, uh, you know, good leader, Patricia DeLille. I mean, I didn't see that coming, and I wonder if you did. I'll be taking your calls and your reactions on 011-883-0702. But Tabile Dlamini, hey, she's out. The president is saying that she is going to find ways of utilizing some of the people that are not in cabinet. She is not included anywhere here. Now, Lady Pando, we thought she was also out until the president came and made that correction and said she's now the Minister of International Relations. Um, I haven't heard the name of Monli Kungubele as well, but also Pravin Gordon, hey? Some people have been saying, why would he be considered, given, of course, um, what has been happening with the public protector um, who has found that he violated the constitution. Um, I've got political analyst, in fact, Kaisa Tolo, who's going to speak to us about um, his reaction and will look particularly at the um, economy, the economic factor um, um, in terms of what we can expect, the amalgamation of these ministries, what does it mean for the economy. We'll also speak to some of the new people that President Cyril Ramaphosa has appointed in his new cabinet. And I'll start with ANC Youth League General Secretary Njabulo Nzunza. Njabulo, good evening to you. Thank you so much for your time. You have been appointed as the Deputy Minister um, in the Ministry of Home Affairs. How are you feeling? Uh, well, I am excited uh, for the role that has been uh, given by the president. And indeed, we are committed to making sure that we'll serve the people of this country to the best of our ability and stretch ourselves. 
further than we can even imagine ourselves. And, and I mean, obviously, as the ANC Youth League, you've been calling for um, this generational mix. Um, are you satisfied as the ANC Youth League about the number of young people that have been included in this cabinet? Yes, we are happy uh, that uh, young people have been included. Look, for us, you know, this uh, has been a very long journey, starting from the NGC, uh, where 20% was declared. We saw a number of young people going in in the form of councillors. Yeah. We saw them also coming in in the terms of parliament, where you have a more youthful delegation from the ANC. And today, the president reaffirmed that indeed there is confidence in terms of young people. And we are quite happy with what has happened. Yes, we will sit down and analyze the cabinet quite properly and uh, offer statements as such. But uh, we are very excited with the inclusion of young people. Indeed, we have uh, a dream that uh, tomorrow will be better than today. All right. Look, thank you so much for your time. That's Njabul Onzuza, the ANC Youth League General Secretary. All right. Quick correction there. It is not Bantu Holomisa who's one of the opposition party leaders, the UDM leader who's made it into cabinet. Um, the name of that person is Batekile um, Holomisa. That's uh, the, the person that's going to take the deputy uh, ministry there. We'll run you down through um, some of the names of the people that have actually made it into cabinet. We'll take some analysis from Kaya Sitole as well. I'll also, just before I speak to Kaya, run you down because I see the presidency has also just released the statement with all the names of the people that have been appointed to these ministries. I'll take you through that before we get into that analysis. But let's go for a quick ad break. When we come back, we continue with reaction to President Cyril Ramaphosa's new cabinets. 20 minutes after 9. To 702.co.za. 23 minutes after 9, let's go to Kaya Sitole, who speaks to us with a chartered accountant. Kaya, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Uh, good evening and good evening to the listeners. Thanks, man, for your patience. I mean, let's look at some of um, the economic cluster ministries, the trade and industry ministry being merged with the economic development ministry, but those are just the two ministries. Finance is still standing on its own. How important was this? And do you think it's going to um, make the, the, this ministry that has now been merged, it's going to be quite effective? I think the importance of it, of course, is that what the ANC has always lacked is really the question of policy coordination across particular departments. And I think when you then look at what the mandate of these two departments were, it was really just to support the state on the economic front, get its way towards the national development goals, and of course, curing the unemployment crisis and really making sure that sustainable jobs can be created was always the mandate. Why they were separated in the first place obviously didn't make sense to a lot of people, but I do think now with the combined resources, they'll be able to at least move forward in really executing on what the respective mandates were. And I think what you will see is that once you sort of get that, they'll become a much stronger and a much more robust support structure to the economic imperatives of the ANC government. The surprising part about it is that they still kept the small business ministry separate from it. And unfortunately, Mm. what we've seen in the past is that that ministry as a standalone ministry makes very little sense. It doesn't have 
the type of cloud or the ability to command the type of budget that would enable it to actually achieve its particular objectives. It could, of course, be simply a question of who was the political principal in charge of it. We know Lindy Zulu probably didn't do a particularly good job there. So perhaps the president has taken the view that maybe changing the political principal is the thing that was needed in that particular ministry. But I still think that he missed an opportunity to actually just merge this economic cluster so that when we talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the economy of the country, we know it's the finance ministry and these other support ministries that are supposed to actually assist it. And in this case, we'll probably have multiple centers of power that are not warranted. Was it a smart, smart move to keep Tito Mbaweni as the finance minister with David Masondo as the deputy? The key thing, of course, is that Dido Moen has been adamant from day one that he got the job, that this is not what he desires. He's not going to last for five years, and he's always said that he thinks that a much younger person should be elevated into the type of position that he has, and the ANC needs to start looking at that intergenerational transfer of expertise and ability to command positions of stature. I do think that perhaps David Masondo is the type of guy that can be groomed later on to then say there's a position that he might take. I would have thought perhaps Baba Creasy with the type of expertise that she's had running the finance ministry yeah. in the province as being a housing would have yeah. been a more ideal person. But of course, I don't think we can fault David Masondo. Yeah. He's obviously right, and I think he will be a person who will be able to sort of eventually have the capacity to okay. run that ministry on his own. Kaya, thank you so much for your time, and I'm sorry for coming in there. Um, thank you so much, Kaya Setole. But I see that Ace Mahashile, the ANC Secretary General, is now addressing the media. Let's go live to the union building. ANC members not making it into the specific cabinet of President Cyril Ramaphosa wanted cause tensions within your own internal uh, dynamics within the ANC. Why will it cause tension when we want younger people to come in, when we want experienced people to ensure that they nurture the young ones uh, that mix is so important, uh, and and I think it was time for other comrades to be redeployed because we need them in other uh, uh, deployments uh, to further strengthen the African National Congress and uh, and strengthen government. Uh, governance is not just only parliament or cabinet. Uh, we have many young talented, and it actually shows that we are also building for the future. The future of younger people uh, who must actually take over from from us and it's it's a good thing and it was it was wonderful to spend time with the alliance differ agree disagree but finally all of us are happy because uh, we have actually engaged and that actually shows you that uh, for as long as we engage we can make sure that uh, there is smooth transition and uh, SG, we are happy. Let, let's take the SAPC. Uh, SG, the last one from me. Uh, you know, there was a possibility at some point that perhaps uh, the deputy president could be a woman, but it didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen. Uh, we have deputy president who has been sworn in, so the deputy president will be the deputy president. Uh, we are the th- second or third country in the entire continent. Uh, if not well, where we have 50%. We have now reached 50% ministers, and we have made sure that younger people are there. And you can see even younger people are at uh, various departments and uh, very strategic. I think all departments are important, and uh, we are happy. Honestly, the president has done what he was actually expected to do. Uh, Remember, in parliament, uh, ANC members are 230. And out of 230, you must get, what, 50 or so? 
uh, what do you do in that case? Uh, others will be chairpersons of committees, and that's where we are. I'm sure, I'm sure we, there are no issues now. We are very happy. I'm sure South Africans, we have said to the comrades, go back, go and implement the conference resolutions. When we have difficulties, come back to the organization, to the alliance. We will support you for as long as you are accountable to the governing alliance. An interesting okay, okay let's, do, let, let's do this. We are going to have to take the last three questions. Okay. Uh, it's a CNBC, it's SABC, it's ENCA, and then we close. SG, let's just take all the questions and then you answer all of them because they tend to be the same. Just one of the surprises of uh, the announcements today was uh, my Patricia DeMille. Uh, and I wondered how much give and take or wrangling there was there from a party position. Okay. There's no give and take. Uh, we have recognized uh, the potential capacity, capabilities of Patricia Delay. She's, in, she's there, and uh, I'm sure we, we just wanted to make sure that uh, as, as the ANC, we are not this arrogant organization. We do recognize other parties. It's, it's unfortunate we, quite, we can't accommodate all the parties which are in parliament, but we identified. Patricia Dilel is one of those people. In provinces, we'll definitely continue working with uh, other parties because we want to build uh, a South Africa which is more united. Yes, no, no, it's covered. You're covered. Covered. Uh, covered. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, well, that was. For more about 702, go to 702.co.za. All right, at uh, half past nine now, let's try and unpack what's been happening with political analyst Dr. Somato Fikeni. Dr. Fikeni, thank you so much for staying with us and making us understand what has just unfolded at the Union Buildings. But before I speak to you, I just want to run down again um, to some of our listeners that may missed um, that uh, announcement by President Cyril Ramaphosa. So here is the list. The Deputy President remains um, David Mabuza. His return to that position as expected. The Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development is Toko Didiza. The Deputy Ministers are Dumodlameni and Mkabisi Squacha. Of course, Dumodlameni coming from Kosatu. The Minister of Basic Education remains NG Motecha. And the Deputy Minister is Dr. Regina Maule. The Minister of Communications is Stella Ndabeni Abrahams. She continues in that ministry and her deputy will be Pinky Kikana. The Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs is Dr. Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma. She used to be the minister in the presidency. And I'll be taking your thoughts, uh, Dr. Fikeni, on whether this is a demotion on the part of Dr. Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma. The deputy ministers will be Pakstau and Obed Babela in the Ministry of Cooperative Governance and traditional affairs. The Minister of Defense and Military Veterans remains Nosiviwe Mapisa Ngakula. The minister there will be Tabang Makwetla, another interesting character, Mr. Makwetla, given what's been happening around Bosasa and the admission that he's made that he did actually um, get some security refurbishment at his home that were paid for by Bosasa. He's made it into cabinet as a, as, as a deputy minister of military uh, uh, Deputy Minister of Defence and, and, and Military Veterans. The Minister of Environmental Affairs, Forestry and Fisheries is Barbara Creasy. We know her as the MEC of Finance previously in the Gauteng Provincial 
Armed Government. The Deputy Minister will be Maggie Sodu. And the Minister of Employment and Labor is Tula Sengles, who used to be the Minister of Public Works. And the Deputy in that ministry will be Buitume Lomuloi. The Minister of Finance remains Tito Mboweni, but his deputy is no longer going to be um, Mondli Gungubele. His deputy is now Dr. David Masondo, who heads um, the ANC's political school. The Minister of Health is Dr. Zuelim Kize, who used to be the Minister of Local Government and Traditional Affairs. And his deputy will be uh, Dr. Joe Patla, who's always been deputy in that ministry. The Minister of Higher Education, Science and Technology is Dr. Blade in Zimande. Um, he used to serve in this ministry during the administration of former President Jacob Zuma, was then moved to transport by Cyril Ramaphosa. He returns to that portfolio and his deputy will be Butima Namela. They are both quite senior leaders of the SACP. The Minister of Home Affairs is Aaron Motswaledi and the Deputy Minister is Njabulon Zuza, who is the ANC Youth League General Secretary. And the Minister of Human Settlement, Water and Sanitation is Lindy Wesusulu and her Deputy Minister is Pem Twete and David Mahlobo. An interesting one, David Mahlobo, who used to be the Minister of State Security. He seems to have made a comeback now as a Deputy Minister of human settlement um, and let's look at the minister of international relations now that's dr naledi pando she's going to have two deputies elvid waters and kendith mashiko lamini the minister of justice and correctional services is ronald lamola as expected and previously speculated and the deputy ministers in that in that portfolio will be john jeffrey and nkosi pa tekile holomisa and and that's the name that i had um previously mistaken for Bantu Holomisa, that, but that's Nkosi Pate Kile Holomisa. And the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy remains to be Gwedeman Dashe. He's been serving in that portfolio. And the Deputy Minister will be uh, Bevelil Shongwa. The Minister of Police will remain as Bekikele. The Deputy will be Kassel Matale, the former uh, Premier of Limpopo. The Minister in the Presidency is now Jackson Mtembwe. The Deputy Minister in the Presidency is Tembi Sieya. The, the, the Minister in the Presidency responsible for women Women, youth, and persons with disabilities is Maite Nkwanamashabani. The deputy minister there will be Professor Klingiwem Kiza, who used to serve as the Minister of Home Affairs. The Minister of Public Enterprises remains Pravin Gordon, and his deputy will be Pumulo Maswale, who's the former um, Premier of the Eastern Cape. The Minister of Public Service and Administration is Senzo Mkunu, who has previously been um, the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal and just recently served as the head of organizing at Lutulu House. The, his deputy will be Cindy Chukunga. The Minister of Public Wealth and Infrastructure is Patricia DeLille, good leader. Um, and the deputy there will be Minister, uh, will be the Deputy Minister Nokolo Kivet. The Minister of Small Business Development, Kumbuzo Chaveni, and the deputy will be Rosemary Kapa. The Minister of Social Development is Lindy Wazulu, and the deputy will be Herieta Bohopani Zulu. The Minister of Sports and Arts and Culture is Nati Mtetwa, and his deputy will be Notawe Mafu. The Minister of State Security is Ayanda Lodlo. Um, and the deputy will be Zizi Kodwa. 
The Minister of Tourism, Kensani Kubai Ngubani, and her deputy is Fish Mashalela. The Minister of Trade and Industry is Ibrahim Patel. And then the deputy ministers in that portfolio will be Fiki Lemajola and Nomalungelo Tina. The Minister of Transport is now Fiki Lembalula, and the deputy is Dikeledi Magaza. So, all in all, you've got 38. Minister, uh, you've got uh, 28 ministers. That's a cut from 36 ministers. Dr. Somato Tafikeni, thank you so much for staying with us. Any surprises on your part? Well, there are some surprises. The return of David Mashobo, given a number of stories that had come around him, does suggest that you had a lot of a pushback by those who might have wanted the balancing of what used to be factions. But uh, you do also have, uh, you know, the return of some of the individuals. For example, we expected that Pravin Gordon would then be expecting how they explain mm. the current legal, imp- you know, impasse. Yeah. Barbara Creasy, we expected her to come. We're even speculating whether she wouldn't go straight into finance ministry. The inclusion of young people, that one is quite clear there. And uh, the Naledi Pando is quite a senior member, dignified, hardworking. She goes into uh, foreign affairs or the international relations and cooperation. Mm. Those are quite interesting. Of course, the return of Cassius Matale, who used to be premier of Limpopo, mm. after a very long, long period. Yeah, and he's been a backbencher there in parliament. Oh, certainly. That in itself. And Lamine uh, Zuma to cooperative governance away from the presidency, but some of them are not quite surprised. Hmm. Is that a demotion, uh, Dr. Fikeni, um, for Dr. Nkosazan Adlamini Zuma to be moved um, from the all-important ministry um, in the presidency to, um, f- to, to, to this one now with, for local government? I wouldn't necessarily say so because I would say if you look at the bulk of our problems, they are in local government, mm-hmm. and the ANC is facing very tough local government elections come 2021. Getting somebody like Gosas and Aldamini Zuma, who has always been performing well in each portfolio she's given, like Home Affairs, Health Department, uh, International Relations, Getting her into that portfolio is a recognition that things ought to move in that particular space. Mm. Let's speak about the people that haven't made a return. Jeff Khadebe, the longest serving minister in cabinet, um, in government. I mean, we, we've known him to be that guy that's been there since um, Nelson Mandela's presidency. Batabile Dlamini has also not made it. Was it a tough balancing act, um, Dr. Fikeni, looking also at how you've got people like David Mashobo uh, being included um, in the cabinet? And we know how close David Mashobo is um, with to, with uh, former President uh, Jacob Zuma. Did Cyril Ramaphosa manage to satisfy all the factions in the ANC through the list of these people that are going to be serving in his cabinet? Well, I think I do, because if you have Ngozas and Alamene Zuma, Natim Tetwa, 
and several others who were quite prominent in the uh, group that was supported by Jacob Zuma. It means Maitengwane uh, Mashabane. All those were proposed for the top six. Uh, generally have made it for as long as they have not been seriously tainted by a series of allegations. And you do have Stumozamini that we know was quite supportive of the former president and had remained close. He's making it as a deputy, which means there's been quite a strong bargaining behind the scenes to make sure that from both former slates of factions, you do have people for as long as there is an indication that they have a potential to deliver. But more important also, this performance agreement the president was talking about and the actions that will be taken if people are not performing because that's what people were excited about when President Zuma mentioned it, but it never worked. It was never followed. Um, oh, yeah. Interesting developments this evening. Uh, political analyst Dr. Somatota Fikeni is speaking to us there about the announcement of President Cyril Ramaphosa's new cabinet. I want to hear from you now. Give me your reaction, man. What do you make of all these changes? Some people haven't come back. A caller earlier told us that all these old ministers that have been serving since 94 should not be given an opportunity to serve this time around. Well, Jeff Khadebe is not coming back. You've got Batabi Lamini, who wasn't certainly considered for this position um, for, 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 for cabinet. She is not coming back. But you also have some interesting people that have been included here. David Matlobo, the former Minister of State Security. And you know um, what uh, that you know, that that review, the security panel review that was headed by former minister Sidney Mufamadi, what it said about the involvement of David Mahlobo and other officials um, in the state security agency ministry at the time um, and, and how they played a role in, you know, fighting political battles and using state resources to fight political battles. Um, protecting uh, former President Jacob Zuma. So I'll take your calls on 011-883-0702. Are you surprised by any of this? Are you happy with the people that will be leading this administration together with President Cyril Ramaphosa over the next five years? Let me know. 011-883-0702 on SMS 31702. Some reaction now from business. Let's speak to Bonang Mohale, who's the CEO at Business Leadership SA. Mr. Mohale, thanks for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Thank you for having me. Are you, are you surprised? Are you satisfied? Do you think this team that Cyril Ramaphosa has appointed will help us deal with the economic challenges that we're facing in the country? So Business Leadership South Africa express our gratitude, our confidence and support in what the president has accomplished today. It was walking the tightrope and we think he did that masterfully. This is not the time to experiment. The focus must surely be on economic management versus economic policy formulation, because that's what we've been doing for the last 25 years. It must continue to clean up uh, the SOEs and the SOCs that have really got us into this quagmire we are absolutely in. So as a business leadership uh, organization, we have always wanted to keep our 
engagements, interactions and interface with the president at the level of principles rather than lobbying for individuals. Mm. And that's why we have purposefully reiterated that we are not in the business of lobbying. What we need is a confidence-boosting cabinet with a demonstrable track record. What we need is ethical leadership. We need to continue to root out and defeat state capture because it's like a hydra. Its tentacles are everywhere. Lastly, we need to continue to reduce our debt. Clement? Um, and, and what do you make, though, of some arguably questionable characters that are also making it um, on, on on President Cyril Ramaphosa's cabinet. I mean, the return of David Matlobo there, um, you know, we know what has been mentioned, um, the allegations against him, particularly at the time when he was still state security minister. But overall, um, apart from even some of these individuals that may have um, questionable integrity, are you satisfied overall that all these people are capable um, of addressing those economic challenges and they're going to um, really help um, in, in advancing um, economic growth? We take refuge in the president's commitment that, one, he will reduce the size of the cabinet because he wants to reduce overall government debt. Number two, that this is going to be a country of laws, not of men in the universal sense, Therefore, the law is going to take its own course. Lastly, he said, I have already done some drastic actions by, in the very first cabinet reshuffle, making 23 changes and getting rid of 10 rotten ministers. There is no cabinet that is perfect. It's a journey. It's a process. And because of that, we are eternally grateful. What remains for all of us as 57.8 million South Africans is to rally behind this cabinet to focus on the things that keep us awake at night. There is no doubt that all of us have not succeeded in eradicating the legacy of apartheid. Mm. Secondly, we must now have a clear enforced rule of law because lawlessness has now become an epidemic. Mm. We need to continue to fix ESCOM because this is a crisis. This is the single biggest systemic risk we have to this whole economy. We need to reduce this bloated civil service due to patronage. What we need is a trimmed down corruption fighting cabinet. And I think here we have the elements, the making of exactly that. We need to accelerate the rate of transformation so that this economy looks like us. We need to continue to facilitate the creation of jobs in large numbers. And now we have a ministry that is dedicated just to this one. The last two for me, Mm. it's about prioritizing inclusive socioeconomic growth and rededicating ourselves to huge infrastructure investment because it is growth that is going to allow us to do some things. All right. Thanks, Clement. Thank you so much for your time. Banang Mohali is the CEO at Business Leadership South Africa. Your reaction on 011-883-0702. 13 minutes before 10. Connect. Engage. Change. This is 702. For the curious. Um, it's now 10 minutes before 10 o'clock. I've been asking you for your reaction on what you make of President Cyril Ramaphosa's new cabinet. Are you surprised? Are you shocked? Are you excited? I, I suspect some people are not going to be happy about the inclusion of Pravin Gordon 
as public enterprises minister, particularly after um, that uh, public protectors report that found that he violated the constitution. Um, and some people, you know, around Batabi de Tlameni, I wonder what the ANC Women's League thinks because um, they've been very adamant to say that there is no act. In fact, uh, there is, you know, no cut of law, not even cut of law, but she wasn't found guilty of anything. That's what they've been saying throughout. Um, but of course, we know that in the constitutional court, she was found to have misled the highest court in the land. And of course, that's quite something um, if you look at, you know, the issue of ethical leadership as well. So I'm looking at some of your SMSs on 31702 and also taking your calls on 011-883-0702. So please give me those calls. It's nine minutes before 10 o'clock. 702. SMS us now on 31702. All right, let's me go to your SMSs now. Uh, why, Clement, why are government officials... Um, are hired based on political background and not academic background. That's an SMS from Saint, who's uh, SMSing us from Protead Land. And someone says, uh, Clement, the future of South Africa depends on having someone else elected as ANC deputy president in 2022. Has Ramaphosa created enough platforms um, for other possible um, callers, um, uh, other Okay, let's see here. Hi, Clement. David Matlobo is the man who broke Chief Justice Mokweng um, Mokweng's office in Pretoria. Ah, come on, man. Uh, we don't know that for a fact. I mean, what we know um, is that David Matlobo was one of those people. Remember what happened with Limpopo when he came out and said in Malamulela that we knew that people were going to go and ban schools, um, but they didn't take any action. We're trying to get a hold of the DA leader, Musi Mamani, who will give us some reaction coming from the DA. It's now eight minutes before nine. No. Live. Transform. This is 702. This is 702. For the curious. DA leader Musi Mamani joins us now on the line. Mr. Mamani, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Your reaction to President Cyril Ramaphosa's cabinet? Well, Clement, I thought it was different actors, same script. Um, it looks a factional war that has been fought in ANC and now one. Because ultimately, as South Africans, we demand a plan. We demand a plan that says, how do we create jobs? How do we make sure our citizens are safe? And what that cabinet looks like, more than anything, is that whilst there may be rationing of positions and fewer, fewer ministers, there's still more deputy ministers. Some of them have been doubled in certain positions. It looks like we're talking about the NDP, a plan that is outdated. We've got to look at what is the future plan for South Africa. It's one thing to say you need labor and employment. In many instances, it is some of the labor laws that make it hard for people to find jobs. Mm. And therefore, we need reform. Uh, And therefore, it's going to be crucial going forward that rather than keeping some of the same actors in certain portfolios, what we needed was a reform and a big change. And I would have asked for the president to reduce it more. I would have asked him to table a plan before South Africa and say, according to this plan, these are the things that we're going to achieve. So my call to him is that he must publish um, their lifestyle audits and he must ensure that, in fact, he brings through... um, performance contracts to parliament. Mm. But as the DA, surely there must be something um, from this announcement, Mr. Maimani, that somehow is positive, even for an official opposition party. And what is that thing that is positive? To me, the positives, as I say, the reduced reduction in ministers is a positive step. We could have done more, but that's perfectly fine. 
I think the jobs and employment component is key in terms of labor. It's going to be crucial that we actually do monitor what does jobs look like and what is the delivery looking like going forward. And, and, and more than anything, from a cabinet point of view, obviously certain ministries, uh, uh, certain ministers, who have been taken out is a welcome thing. But Tabiletamini not being there, Nomvula Mokonyane, these are places, these are people who fought against hard to make sure that they don't serve in Parliament, in, in Cabinet. What do you make then of Patricia DeLille, who is, of course, a former senior member of the Democratic Alliance, being appointed as the Minister of Public Service and Infrastructure Development? She's now part of the executive, she's part of the ANC's Cabinet, and she should, uh, she should continue to serve in that. Are we... I have no, it's her own decisions and good as a party must then decide whether that's a workable thing for, for them as a party. Was it always the intended intention of setting up good? Was it always the intention from the beginning? Then uh, that's a decision that, uh, that Selva Moposa will have to respond to. All right, uh, Musi Maimani, DA leader, thank you so much for your time. Let's get reaction now from Mike Shingange, who is Kosatu's leader. Mr. Shingange, thanks for your time. Um, welcome to the Karima Brown Show. As Labour, how are you responding um, to this uh, announcement of uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa's cabinet? No, thank you very much, and thanks for having us. Well, look, we think uh, it's a fairly balanced team. Uh, a number of our expectations, including some of the things we raised during the consultations with the president, we think that have been listened to. Of course, at some point, uh, we need to give the president that prerogative to also make his own decisions. But we think that the fact that some of the familiar faces that we have been worried that they, they could be recycled are no longer there, it is a bit of a fresh air for us. The representation in terms of the gender is something that uh, we are very excited about, including introduction of new uh, uh, names or new ideas like the, the young people like Ronald Lamour. So we're very happy. You will have seen that the left uh, front being the, 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 the workers, former leaders of workers, perhaps the, the Communist Party is also fairly represented. So our view is that uh, it is really a fairly balanced. The only thing that is left is that the work starts tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, our view uh, the animal is over, so we'll be holding, holding them accountable in terms of their day. All right. Mike Shingange, thank you so much for your time. Uh, he is, of course, the, one of the leaders um, of Kosatu. Okay, I want to hear from you now. Are you surprised? Are you shocked? Who are you excited about? Who do you wish um, they shouldn't have made it onto the list? 011-883-0702. Slati in Senten, good, good evening. Hi, how are you? Great, how's it? Fine, sir. Are you surprised? Um, overall, what, are your, what are your impressions of the new administration that we're going to see over um, leading the sixth administration over the next five years? 